Welcome to Margin Business Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. In today's episode, we got Jorge Hutner. Jorge is the head of partnerships at Ritmo. Ritmo has the mission of reinventing the way the digital economy access funding. Welcome, Jorge. I think I think the, the, the key for me or the way it started is uh, by finding out, I was lucky enough to find out very early what I really liked. Uh, and I was I had an edge towards uh, finance and, and economics and global economics. Um, I think the, the way I found it out is because I was not particularly good in school, but I was very good in economics. So I guess okay. uh, that was a hint of where things w- should be going. Um, that's why I decided to, to go into university and, and, and study that. Obviously, throughout the life, I got to meet different people and I started to uh, move more towards banking. Um, I guess it's an industry that could be, that can look quite appealing for, for young professionals looking to, you know, it's kind of a challenging world. Uh, you're expecting to work hard, but you're expecting to learn a lot, to grow a lot. Um, so it's quite exciting, the idea of, of being part of that ecosystem. But to be fair, um, already in university, I had my, my first uh, kind of entrepreneurial activities. Uh, I launched a, a business of delivering uh, homemade bread throughout Madrid. Okay. I have, I have to say it was a, a complete disaster. Um, but I guess it was, uh, I, I guess... One of the reasons was the uh, we, the organization was not there, the focus was not there, so it was a lot of passion and motivation, but uh, no plan or no no guidance in terms of where you want to take things forward. Um, Sorry I, to interrupt you, Vidi. I just wanted to let you know that I really appreciate you having you here on this channel, watching this video right now, and I wanted to let you know that margin business can help you to optimize your listing, to transit your listing and to help you in general with the listing optimization to sell more on the European marketplaces. One more thing, please hit the subscribe button and give us a thumbs up. Thank you and enjoy. I also had like a small business of uh, bringing from China uh, outdoor materials that I then sold around my community in Spain. So that was kind of, I always had that, um that motivation to do something on my own um but then obviously i was seduced by the quick money that the finance world could offer uh so i went into banking i joined jp morgan uh, well, i worked first at a french bank and then i i joined jp morgan right after uh, i finished my my university it really met all the expectations. I mean, uh, you work hard, you play hard, you are surrounded by super, super smart people who are hungry, who are, uh, uh, you know, it doesn't, when you are in university, you are surrounded by a very diverse background of people. When you are at JP Morgan, people are diverse, but in the end, they are all like top of the class. And that is quite exciting. But on the other hand, um, it kills your uh, entrepreneurial spirit. It kills your excitement about uh, coming up with innovative ideas, decisions, and bringing them forward. Um, and that was something that uh, I really missed. At some point, I felt that I sold my soul uh, to money. Um, and I spent there about four years and a half. It was an exciting time, but I thought it was time to do something else. And then one of my good friends... Um, who is also a founder at, at Ritmo, 
he he shared with me the idea of the project, what he was doing, what he had in mind, what he was. He already had a team of, of founders with him to take things forward. And he said, why don't you join us uh, at this stage? Uh, and, and I found it was an amazing opportunity to uh, build something from scratch. Um, this is all to say that the idea was not mine. I was I didn't set up the grounds of Ritmo, um, but I was lucky enough to join at the very, very early stage, if not at the very beginning. Um, and it was, it, it, I, I truly feel like I, I, I truly have a, a feeling of ownership with with the company. <clears throat> okay. And just one, then, just yeah, one question. Ahead. Sorry. So just one question to go to go just back uh, before we go into into the into all uh, what Ritmo, Ritmo has to offer. And uh, uh, I just have a question about the JP Morgan. You know, sorry to cut you off there, but it's very yeah. interesting. Uh, how, how did you go? How did you get into a bank like this? Uh, um, I mean, there there must be somebody who re recruited you, or did you apply actually? Look to to be to be fair, it's kind of a. Um, I guess the short answer is because I wanted it more than other people, um, okay. and really that's that's the answer. I mean, my background, I don't come. I, I didn't went to a private school, uh, one of those expensive universities. I don't come from a background that has a connection to the banking industry, so it was much tougher, I would say. Um, but I guess I did much more to to merit uh, to get into the industry. Um, I did my CFA program uh, by the age of 23. That's usually something people do at the age of 30. Okay. I was the youngest uh, person in the history of Spain in completing the full program. Um, wow. I, I initiated it at the age of 21, and then I finished it two years later. Um, I also introduced myself into the network of, of investment banking. I went to several events in in with Morgan Stanley and a few other banks. I founded a trading association, so to say, at the university. And then I organized events with several investment banks at the university. So I guess I, I, I was solely focused on, on getting into banking. Um, and then I put more efforts into, into achieving that. I guess that's, that's the only reason. Then at some point, um, I simply applied online, which is may sound you know kind of basic but i went online yeah. jp morgan career i put my application through and by then i had a huge network in several banks um uh, i had you know i had interviewed with many of them actually jp morgan by the time i got in it was 2017 they had been rejected me rejecting me since 2014 um i guess uh, okay. once you interview and actually in, in 2015 I received 52 rejections from banks. Um, so I guess what I'm trying to say here is um, if you do the same interview 120 times, uh, once you get to the people at JP Morgan, to the final one, you know exactly what to expect. Um, and and then, then you, just, you just kill it. And I think that's what I did on the last one, obviously. Um, I, I did like a full master degree in, in interviewing in banking. So at some point, by the time I got to the last stage, uh, things were easier. So I think that uh, that that would be that would be the way uh, for me to go. Okay, that was like a training for you, actually. The other fifty-two applications you were you yeah. did, uh, and yeah, the last yeah. one was Ruban. But uh, you know, the question why why I asked this question is uh, because JP Morgan is not just like a bank. You know, it's uh, it's the bank, and um, in order to go there, you just you 
don't just knock on the door and handle your CV and, you know, or like you said, apply online. They obviously, they watch you. Um, they check your background. They check your connections. They, uh, they look at the events, what you're doing, because you've done, you've done some groundwork before, mm-hmm. before you actually go, went in, you know, it's not like they uh, came into the school, although you're uh, uh, one of the best, what you said in Madrid, when you, when you did the, the CFA, but um I'm sure they have seen this already, you know, they were already on the, yeah. you know, because you make noise when you do things like that. That's, that's where the, that's why I'm asking this question to make people exactly. understand that but this is really something special, you know, you exactly. Just, you know? And, and I think the, the point is exactly that. Like the, the first time I applied to a bank was JP Morgan in 2014 uh, or 2013, even I, I don't even remember. I think it was 2014. They rejected me immediately. Um, and that's why, you know, you start thinking, why did they reject you? Why do you have to offer? And that's when you start building this whole machinery or infrastructure around you in order to become an eligible candidate. And that includes um, uh, having some previous work experience. So I went and worked for one of my bosses at university uh, during my first year in university. I, I was working part-time for him in a, a corporate finance uh, a boutique. Um, I went and then some like voluntary working. I developed a humanitarian project in Kenya for three summers in a row. Um, I did the, the trading association at the university. I went into wow. my CFA program. I went into the events from Deutsche Bank, Morgan Stanley, Bank of America, Citibank, Goldman Sachs. Um, so at some point you create a full ecosystem. And even though you don't, ha- you don't have the background that other people may have, you understand the business much better. By the time you get to an interview, they feel that you are you, you are one of them no is you've done your homework yeah <laughs> exactly it's like if you go to a wedding uh, dressed with a uh, uh, sports clothes you know that it's you you would look weird now if you uh, tr- uh, speak the language of the people in the wedding you wear the same clothes you you dress yeah. the same you your hair looks the same your shoes look the same you can walk around in the wedding and nobody will notice you are kind of different they will they will assume you're a peer. So I guess you put to work a full strategy or all your efforts around uh, building a profile that would match the expectations of the people you are expecting to work with. That's a, I think that's very interesting and as well, very uh, very good advice for everyone who wants to uh, go into uh, um, into profession or uh, being uh, 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 searching entrepreneurs, um, which are, uh, for searching for entrepreneurs which they can learn from they have to really adapt to them and uh, behave like them and be like them you know it's like uh, like you said you have to you have to go your 100% in there and um, I mean don't get me wrong I'm not pro bank at all so uh, this is one of my you know I don't I don't really like banks I'm, I'm very pro crypto so um, uh, you can imagine I uh, yeah. I don't like paying bank fees I don't like paying bank wires so um, yeah, I'm very, uh, I, I think you have seen this as well. After four and a half years, you said, uh, yeah, um, this is as well, not your world. So I guess you, you understand what I mean. And, yeah. uh, you've seen it yourself, uh, very, very, uh, closely. I think the, uh, I think the message here needs to be extrapolated into, um, how do you go into banking? No, I don't think that's the message. I think the message is how do you do anything in life? where you want to uh, exactly. achieve something, no? And then exactly. the, the goal is you need to want it more than more people. That's simply the case. You know, I, 
there was this interview, uh, they interviewed Justin Bieber a few years ago. Um, I don't remember what, where they interviewed him, but they asked him, well, why do you think you, you got where you got? Uh, why do you think you are where you are? And he, his answer was because they want it. And then the guy asked, well, but a lot of people want, a lot of people want to be famous and have a lot of money and then, and, you know, travel the world and live in Hollywood and so on. He said, well, I wanted it more. And I guess um, when you really want something, you find the ways to showing to the world that you want something. Um, and that's the only way. I mean, this is, uh, if you want to have a nice body, if you want to have a nice job, if you want to have a nice girlfriend, if you want to learn something, it, it all comes down to the same. No, it comes down to um, think things through, put all your efforts in doing that. Don't be lazy. Don't find excuses. Um, and and that's that's really, I think, the the conclusion that I would like to share. No. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, take action. That's um, you know that's one of the most important points. What I'm always saying. And um, yeah, there is the motivation, what obviously speaks in you. Um, there is something uh, which entrepreneurs have uh, most of the time, they are uh, self-motivating. Um, like you now, you know, because uh, who else would then, I mean, go into a job uh, um, like uh, working at the, one of the biggest banks in the world, um, do four and a half years, learn what he can learn, understands and just walks out, you know? Uh, most of the people they would they would stay in there if they don't have this drive in them and just you know do it uh, run it up to the end uh, and that's it. But you know you, you knew already that your purpose is is somewhere else, and I think uh, really it's a uh, it's 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 an amazing beginning of your of your success. I mean you I don't think that you arrived now because Ritmo might might just be um, one point where you want to stand and then uh, you know you, you, you're moving on from that because um, yeah, yeah I th that's what I what I can see in your um, uh, in your professional professional yeah. career right now. Um, just one question uh, motivation I mean you obviously you're motivated what what does motivate you every morning or every day when you why you do all what you do? So I think, I think I think it's something which is within you know but um, what terrifies me is the possibility of at some point in my life look back um, and not having done enough um, you know that's um, I, I can I can spend one day in the couch watching TV that's fine uh, if I spent three days in a row I would yeah, look no, back and think what the fuck did you do over the last three days um, and I don't want to get to a point, I'm lucky enough that every time I look back, um, one quarter, one year, two years, three years, I always feel like I've grown a lot. Um, I am terrified about the possibility of looking back and not having that feeling of having grown a lot. Um, and I think that's, that's the, the, what pushes, you know, it's obviously, I think I'm a lazy person. I think everyone is lazy. I think that's natural, but I, it, being lazy for too long um, is only counterpro counterproductive. So even I mean, working hard is hard by definition. No, that's what hard means, and it's painful. And doing things uh, is painful. But thinking back and and feeling that you could have could have done more, I think, could be even more painful. So I wouldn't forgive myself if I look back 10, 20 years down the road and say you you didn't try more. You were. Uh, you know, you, you were comfortable enough uh, not to push yourself. Um, you got to a point where you went into a stagnant situation. 
that really terrifies me. And the only thing I can do to avoid uh, being terrified by that feeling in the future is, you know, avoiding avoiding doing nothing. Uh, and, and that's what I think pushes pushes me to do more. Um, I think that's it. Okay. And obviously with everything that comes along, then you realize the journey is quite fun when you speak to people, when you learn new things, when you travel around, when you develop ideas, when you, uh, even when you party and you, you know, it's, it's, but when, when you try to squeeze out uh, from any situation, that includes uh, reading the newspaper, speaking to a person, going to a restaurant, traveling around, that's when you, when you aim to squeeze everything that you are in touch with, uh, the feeling is super encouraging to keep doing so. I mean, uh, once you try the excitement of, of living intensively, um, if you stop doing it, you, you get bored. And at some point, <laughs> you, you know, it's, it's, uh, I, I don't think I'd have fun in life if I, if I didn't, if I didn't think of things like this. No, that's, uh, that's uh, very true what you say. Um, for example, uh, when you, when you say this, there's as well, the, the banking background, which is very interesting because then you can, uh, your, the progress in your life is measured by three months, you know, six months <laughs> and one yeah. year. So if you, you know, th this is where the banking mentality comes in. You have to, you cannot stay, you know, at one point or going down. You need to go up. There is, there is no way. You need either in personal development, either in business or, or in any, any other, uh, maybe your body needs to look better. It's in, in any, uh, uh, you know, you need, you need to move on. There is, there is no way that you look back or that you, that you have no goal. Like in the next three months, I need to achieve this and this and this. Um, if you are, uh, I mean, if you're from the banking system, it's even better because you have this, this basis that you pushed permanently uh, all the time. And I guess this still sticks with you, um, yeah. which is, which I can hear in your way where you talk about the quarter. Know, six months, it, you know? it, it needs to be relatively short term because I mean, the issue, the issue with long-term goals is that yeah. there is a disconnection between the action that you take now and the end result. Yes. And this is very important. You know, if, if your goal is to be a billionaire in California, what is the action that you take now to get that to that goal? That, it doesn't make sense. The goal needs no. to be, as you were saying, um, what can I improve in my job? What is my objective for this thing? Um, can I improve my, my personal relationships over the next, uh, like now, today? Um, can I learn something over the next few weeks? Um, and that's what allows you to look back on a monthly or quarterly basis and always say, I am better off than I was two months ago. Obviously, that doesn't mean you don't have problems and you don't go through up and down. Sure. But you, you should be focused on, on making sure that there's some progress when you look back uh, three months ago. And, and uh, there's a cumulative effect on this. You know, if... If you do the right thing many times, the end goal will ultimately be there. No, but focusing on the end goal creates a disconnection between the actions that you need to take at present and the end goal, and that creates a mess uh, and becomes unachievable. So, yeah, I think it's it's maybe it's the you know companies they or CEO companies they always have the pressure of quarterly earnings. I think that's kind of of, of it. You know, every quarter I, I need to ask myself what I've done, and if I haven't done anything. I need to make sure I, I have something to tell myself I'm proud of. So that's what uh, I have that short-term mentality, I guess. I think that's really good. I think as well, the too long, too, too long, like 10 years looking in the future is, is, is you know, it's a bit abstract, you know, a little bit less, maybe for the company, but not for, 
for personal. Um, can you tell us a little bit more about uh, Ritmo, what you're doing, um, and yeah, the, the, the whole process, how, um, how it works? Yeah, well, um, I, I, given I've been in, in banking now for a few years, I, I see many cool things about it, but I also see many flaws of the industry. That's why when I found out about the idea of Ritmo, which Ritmo is nothing but a, a financing platform for digital businesses, okay? Um, at JP Morgan, if you want to get financing, the process is a mess. Uh, you will need to sign several documents. You need to meet many people. It will take, it will go through several credit departments or risk departments. It will take time. If you want to get a mortgage to buy a house, it's more of the same thing. Now, um, can you access financing in 24 hours um, easily without going through that painful process? The answer is that through technology, you can. Uh, and this is obviously something I didn't know until I got to know this. And that's why I thought it was quite exciting. I was looking at, at, at the possibility to say, man, this is, this is really going to change the way we understand financing. You know, you don't need to go through painful process. You can, uh, in a few clicks, you can have the money in your account. So um, what we do at Ritmo is, again, it's a, a financing platform whereby we uh, unlock value from the future sales of companies and we put it on the table in the form of financing now so that they can accelerate growth. Um, what I do personally, I'm the head of partnerships in the company, although I also have a stake because I was quite excited. So I put some, if not all of my savings into the, the latest financing round. Um, and what we do is we try to create alliances that um, add, value to the end customer so and um, the idea is for one to one uh, one plus one to be three instead of two and that's what i tried to look at partners so we are developing a technology um, let's take a marketplace for example let's take um, amazon obviously we are we are not we cannot negotiate with amazon yet although i'm sure we will at some point um, but Amazon offers um, uh, e-commerce businesses a possibility to sell a lot. They can sell anything. They can reach any market. They can do that in an efficient manner, etc. Now, if they could also get financing for their inventory, for their marketing campaigns, to hire people, to grow the businesses in general, in one click, they, that would be more than getting financing on one side and then a marketplace on the other side. So what I am trying to do is building strategic relationship with people that uh, own our end customer uh, okay. so that we can complement our services in order to create a, a more value-added service. Um, that's pretty much what I do and where we stand. Okay. So if somebody wants, for example, is on Amazon and wants uh, either, uh, let's say, uh, wants a credit uh, in order to accelerate growth, um, Ritmo is the right place. And as well, at the same time, if he wants to hire staff, uh, extra staff, um, if he wants to, uh, yeah, get bigger, higher, get more, um, uh, more inventory, for example, he can come as well to you. So it's not only that you wire the money into the Amazon account, you could literally give it to them and they work with you, uh, maybe on a strategy, maybe you help them as well with strategy, how they can do or you just push them the money over and say, listen, this is it. 
um, we take you take it from here. We just uh, finance you. So our our model, and maybe I should have, have uh, worked through that before. It's it's what's called revenue based finance, which means we put money on the table and you repay very flexibly by giving back a percentage of sales going forward. So let's say okay. I give you 200,000 euros for you to buy inventory. Uh, every time you sell, you will give me 10%, for example, until okay. you repay the, the full amount. Um, so the way that we will look at an operation, that's why it's very seamless and, and fast, is you, we will connect, uh, you go through our website, getritmo.com, and then you connect to Amazon Seller Central. That will put all your data in our algorithm. We will make a projection of sales and then we will unlock value against those sales. Now, we believe, and this is maybe something other competitors may not do, we believe that it's the entrepreneur who understands its business and it's the entrepreneur who knows how to grow the business. Therefore, we will not tell the guy what to do with the money. We can advise him because we have uh, internal people who are experts in digital marketing, um, we have people who are experts in trade finance and can help you with the inventory management. But if you want to use the money to improve your website or any other thing, that's really up to you because we will put okay. the funds in your account and you will decide what to do. Now, at the same time, we are building a, red of, uh, a network of partnerships like, uh, like Margin Business, for example, who provide different services that add value. That means I am in touch with clients, with uh, e-commerce businesses all the time and with Amazon sellers all the time. Um, just this morning, for example, I was speaking to one, of, to one of the guys who said, look, my issue is that I pay too much for PPC. Can you give me money to invest more in PPC so that I can convert? And my answer was, look, we can put the money, but we have a partner in Barcelona that uh, reduces your PPC cost while increasing your revenues. So um, what I'm trying to say with this is that we've built a network of partners that creates an ecosystem of value add to the client. Um, we put the money, we can give advice on a few things, but we know the best people out there for optimizing your listings. Um, if you want to expand, how do you take care of productions and all those things so that you make sure that you are reaching, uh, using the right language? Um, are you using the right software to optimize your inventory? Do you have a fulfillment company that takes care of your stuff or do you do FBA? So all those things, and we are able to provide support through our partners at the time that we put the money on the table. Um, the idea here is to professionalize e-commerce businesses for them to build the next generation of retail uh, consumption, which is what's going on. I mean, we can, uh, this is happening. It may take three years. I believe with our service fast. and the service of our partners, it can be faster because the, the clients become more professional and then yes. the, they can add more value and that will attract more consumers, therefore accelerating the shift from traditional retail to e-commerce. And that, I think that's, that's our end goal, um, if I would need, have to say it in one, one sentence. Okay, so it's very complete what you're actually offering. And um, yeah, like I said, I think, I think it will be uh, much faster than, uh, than three years. Um, yeah. we, see, we see the shift already coming. Um, there is a lot going on and uh, it's good like that. You know, the industry needs to uh, change. We are, we are shifting into full digital now. And um, yeah, let's, uh, I, really, I really believe that it's going to be uh, um, very, very fast and very good for everyone, you know. And as well, do you, it's not only Amazon that you are serving. Which marketplace do you actually can help with? I mean, um, I think that, that's one of the other good things, I think, of, of the solution. Now, we, we are 
multi-channel because uh, e-commerce businesses are multi-channel. Um, this means many clients that we speak to, it's, it's true that most of them have a big chunk of their sales in Amazon, but others have OnBuy, Frugo, AliExpress, own website, okay. Shopify. Um, so for example, Amazon financing or Amazon lending program, they can finance you against the business that you have with Amazon. Through yes. our platform, you can connect all your accounts. Stripe, PayPal, Shopify, Amazon Seller Central, PrestaShop, uh, WooCommerce, Magento. So that allows us to, to be much more relevant because we can give you money for your whole business, not only for the Amazon business. And that multi-channel uh, capabilities, I think it's, it's quite worth. Uh, I, I think that may be one of our highest value added, that we don't exclusively focus on one marketplace, but we have a holistic uh, in, uh, view of your, of your business. Okay, that's, uh, that sounds really good. Um, where can any potential customer or anyone who has questions get in contact with you or with the company? What's the website and e maybe e your email address as well? Yeah, I think, I think best is, uh, yeah, you, you said it, it's either through the website, it's uh, getritmo.com, so G-E-T-R-I-T-M-O.com, and then you can do the registration and, and then our team will take care uh, good care of you. Okay. I think I think we are quite proud of is um, our customer support is is. I mean, we are very on top of clients. We make sure. Very I think good. maybe this is because of my background in banking, but it's not a it's a tech company. But I make sure that you feel the love of a of a traditional banker. Um, that's on on one side, and the other one is you can you can reach out to me directly, and then I will connect you to the team. So my email okay. is uh, Jorge at getritmo .com, and then Put I'll. Um, I'll make sure that I can I can forward that to the to the relevant people to take care of. Okay, that sounds really good. Um, one more question I have for you: um, Do you have any message for entrepreneurs or who want to be entrepreneurs out there? Um, I would say, I mean, initially I would say give it a try, but I would also say uh, think things through. Uh, the landscape is competitive. Don't don't be an entrepreneur for the sake of being an entrepreneur. Think things through, think of a process, think of a strategy, think of uh, all the necessary steps. Because if you just go out there with an idea that you won't be able to execute, someone with a good execution capability will take over very soon. And that's going to be very frustrating. So um, obviously go out there and try. I think our generation is not used to making business if it's not in the corporate world. People, I was having dinner with a friend yesterday. He said, man, I don't know how to make money. I only know how to do what my boss says and then I get paid, but I don't really know. I know. So give it a try. There is ways of, of making an income uh, which are different from the corporate world. Uh, but it's true that you don't, be, don't, be, don't run around like a headless chicken. Try to have a plan. Try to think things through. And then the, the chances of succeeding will be much higher, obviously. Okay. That's, uh, I think it's a really good advice. And uh, we close this down. With this last advice from you, thank you so much for uh, for being uh, on the podcast, Jorge. And uh, yeah, um, this was fun. Thank you for your time. Okay, thank you so much. See you soon. Okay, catch you later. Bye bye. Bye bye.